Chaplin. <laughs> Welcome to the market. Hi. Go ahead and park it. Hope that you are starving. Debbie Roots Deep got me thinking it's a parsnip. Every week I get knowledge to go. A year before everyone, how did they know? Figuring how they go college to pros. I pop it on listen and now I'm the pro. I'm still trying to grow. And they do the same. Hundreds of teams, too many to name. And yet they are filtering everything. Only the best, Shane Hallaman Kane. Marketplace, marketplace. Debbie is everything, marketplace. Finding the talent is art, I'd say. I leave it to them while I carve my name. Market Marketplace, marketplace, Debbie is everything marketplace. Finding the talent is art, I'd say. I leave it to them while I carve my name. Hey! Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Debbie Marketplace Podcast. Kane Chain and Nelly back with you again. We got a fun one today. We just finished up talking about our 2024 uh, breakdowns of each position. Obviously, we didn't talk about tight ends because Let's be real. There just not isn't enough for a show on tight ends, and also I wouldn't want to do that. Um, but we might talk about a tight end here. We're going to do a 2024 mock draft. So we're going to get you ready for the 2024 class, let you figure out why it's actually worth uh, getting first-rounders for the 2024 class if you're in a league where the 2023s were scooped up last year. This is your time to scoop up the 2024s so you have a hold on that draft class so we're going to draft that but first we got to get back to some nonsense and we're just going to do a random draft um this is one that just hit me so no one really has any uh any uh, early knowledge on this one um we are going to be drafting best fast food restaurants oh that's man that, that's, today. that's juicy I don't think um, I'm going to be winning just, this uh, draft. Uh, <laughs> no, he's too healthy quick. for this. No, no, I just don't. I don't uh, try new things. There's a difference. There's a difference between a quick service restaurant and a fast food restaurant. So, what does that rule out? Tell us what you mean by that. that. Rules out Chipotle. Okay, I'm in trouble Culver's, for sure. Then <laughs> Qdoba, Five Guys. Right, like all those places. That's not fast food. Five Guys is fast food. I don't <laughs> think. Five guys, I don't think. Called a quick service restaurant. Whatever. Google Five Guys right now. I'm not going to do that. That's cheating. I draft from the heart. <laughs> it's fine. So, so yeah, okay. I, yeah, I, I, I see the. At least in my eyes, right? Because like, it. It's not necessarily fast food. It's it's classified as fast casual. Yeah, but the distinction I think is a little tough, but we'll make it work. We'll be good. All right, I'll take the third spot. <laughs> and we'll go inverse order. So I'll take the third spot here. I'll take first first on the on the twenty twenty four draft. Great, yeah. Alright, where 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 are you where are you going? How many rounds are we doing in this fast food draft? Five. Five? Can do five. Oh my gosh. I can't even You want me to go first? I think yeah. if we go five, we have to allow the whatever that distinction that you wanted we to separate. All the quick service. 
like let's let's include want, okay. those but you can you can fight back against them if you if you want to but i think we gotta do case by case. like there's no difference between going to five guys and ordering a burger and going to i don't want to tip picks but mcdonald's and ordering a burger it's ready for you in a couple a minutes large difference. okay well then we can get car. into that when it gets picked so drive through is a right, prerequisite just, here? Just freaking allow everything, huh? No. No, like no like Red just Robin or all. Applebee's. Like there's definitely a line. All right. It's it's no different than you drafting ramen or Shane drafting chili in the soup draft. <laughs> well, it says ramen soup. <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's <laughs> ramen. No, and, no, we're and, not gonna and if you this. get it in a cup, it says cup of what? Ramen noodle. <laughs> Soup. Cup of noodle. All right. Uh, Who I'll wants the first pick here? First here? I do. Um, and this is a straight from the heart pick. Um, and if you want to know if this is a good Popeyes. Uh, the meaner they are to you when you order food, the better your food is going to be. Were you going to go Popeyes? Yeah, yes, I'm I, so, uh, I was going to go Popeyes. Oh, okay. I didn't realize this was Popeyes is by far the best. Popeyes consensus. Pop, Popeyes is incredible. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm going to take Popeyes uh, easy. I thought I'd just let you two take like the 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 like well known like burger places and I'd be able to take that on the turn. <laughs> no, I I like Nelly, this is not this the past couple drafts. Where he's like, yeah. You took always like sunny. Here. And then. <laughs> All right. Shane, like, that leaves you at the one Oh two. Unfortunately, uh, you know, the main pick is off the board. Yeah. No, no, no Popeyes for me. Um, Shane's Googling a list right now. You no, can no, I, I, I need to know. I, would, I need to make sure I'm taking a fast food restaurant, not a quick service restaurant. That's my question here. Um, that, all right. So I'm just going to take. It. We'll tell you no. I'm, that's yeah. fine. I, I want to take in and out burger. That's what I want to take. That is by far the best burger, fast food. Best fast food burger I've ever had. By far. Not even. It's not even close to me. So. I think it counts. I think you I get need the, to bring you to more burger places. More fast food burger places? Like I've had better burgers. Yeah. But I've not had better fast food burgers. That's that's the difference. Kane, have you have you had it? I have Kane, not. I, I have, yeah, yeah. Shane, I think yeah. your are Animal style fries, burger, wonderful. Yeah, like it I will tell you it's good. I think that it's very tasty. But 102. 102, yeah, it's the best burger. That's what I'm getting. Know. I don't know about yeah. that. You don't, even know, about that you don't even know. All right, all right. 103 here. I'll go with, I think, the more popular chicken place, uh, Chick fil A. I would go to Popeyes over it. Um, seven out of Were seven. Are you going to go Popeyes Chick fil A on the turn? No, I thought one of you was gonna go. Um, was gonna go uh, Chick Fil A. I, I, I wanted my to, understanding. But nice to me. 
<laughs> Popeyes is better. The sauce they put on their chicken sandwiches is better. They're open on Sundays. Yep. It is better, but Chick-fil-A is still very, very good. Uh, the nuggets are really yeah. good. I mean, the, the classic chicken sandwich. The honey roasted barbecue sauce. Great point. Great point, Kane. My pick was fantastic here. Um, so, yeah, 103 Chick-fil-A. I, I think people are going to love that pick. I thought it would as well. Uh, 201, I'm going to go McDonald's here. Um, I, I mean, you can't go wrong with the Golden Arches. McDonald's is, is the most popular. It's the most famous. Um, McDonald's yeah. has the burgers, right? But I actually I enjoy the nuggets. They're, they're like pretty unique, but I like them. The fries are really good. And, and I'll tell you what, the, the number one selling point for McDonald's for me is McDonald's breakfast is good compared to other fast food chains that matters a lot to me i would rather go to mcdonald's for breakfast than than probably any other name that'll get named on this list huh? 202 um the, i think i'm gonna go taco bell here mostly because there's not any other actual fast food mexican place that i think is worthy I always get the chicken quesadillas. That's that's great. The, the nacho fries were good. They always have some of the specials. I feel like everyone has a Taco Bell meal that they like. You know, it's different, but so many things hit for different people. All right, so we got back-to-backers here. Um, I love burgers, and I'm going to take... Um, it might not be an absolute elite burger. I can get that elite burger, I think, round five. Uh, but it's a really, really solid burger. Um, it's the home of the four for four. I'm going to take Wendy's. Uh, I'm going to take Wendy's. Uh, Wendy's is incredible. Like the Frosties, the fries, the Baconator. That's enough. Um, the The next pick is where things kind of get a little crazy. Um, but Nelly said we're throwing everything in. So I'm just going to go ahead and take my truly favorite place uh, in the Midwest. Uh, there's not a chance that either of you two would draft Culver's but Culver's has to be on my list. Yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get votes from half of the fantasy football community that all resides in the Midwest. But <laughs> did you say that was quick? But service? here's That's here's the problem. Wasn't that the uh, yeah? The but Nelly said throw people. everything in. Well, well, I think Nelly said like I'm you the, can push <laughs> back on it if if, it's the, if if you consider it. I I don't know if I would then. Yeah, who made I'm, me judge, jury, and executioner yeah, here? Gosh. I've never I been to with you. Though, so I don't know. I've never been either. Um, so I can't push back on it. But voters, if you feel like if you feel like Kane stepped across the line there, please let us know by not voting for him. That's because everyone listens to this before voting. That's usually how it goes. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I do I do want to let you know, like if you do have a Culver's near you, you gotta go. Uh anyone that's listening, here's my order. Feel free to copy it if need be. Uh, so I go with a single bacon deluxe butter burger basket with cheese curds and a root beer. 
Culver's makes their own root beer. It's really good. That's my order. I mean, sound, I, I like a good homemade root beer. That sounds good. So, and their burgers are out. tremendous, and they don't come with ketchup on them. Oh, nice. So. Three o two. Um. Uh, I got a couple, I, but I don't think. I, I won't. I don't think Nelly's going to take it. And the one I'm questioning the eligibility of. So I'm going to go with a little more traditional choice. I'm going to go with Arby's at the 302. We have I think meats. I think the roast beef is good. I love the sauces. Arby sauce and horsey sauce are phenomenal. I got horsey sauce oh. in the fridge right now. Yeah, so do I. I, I love them. It's a pretty healthy sauce. They do uh, good, man. The curly fry, too. You know, they do they do mint fun. milkshakes that are very good. Yeah, the milkshakes are, are actually really good for a fast food, straight fast food place. Yeah, it's a solid pick. Um well since everything's on the table here, I'm gonna go Chipotle. Um no, it's not I love Chipotle. It's it's no different than Culver's. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's I like that. Billy has no idea if it's any different than Culver's. He's never <laughs> been to a Culver's. He's never seen a Culver's. He has no idea. I'm going to allow my own pick here. But we can call the draft. Here's, here's the compromise. We call the draft the fast food draft. And if people want to not vote for me because they think Chipotle isn't fast food, they, that's their right. But when I think fast food, okay. when I think, hey, I'm going to get fast food, I'm going to go spend five minutes getting food and move on, I think Chipotle first and foremost. Um, Qdoba tastes better. Uh, disagree. And Qdoba is not as accessible. Um, and I disagree because I haven't had Qdoba in like eight years. But Chipotle at its ceiling is like the best food. Like it's so good. Chipotle, when it hits, is like incredible. The quality can vary, which is unfortunate. That's why it's not a first-round pick here, along with maybe questions about its eligibility. But um, <laughs> I have to draft. <laughs> I have to draft it here because I love it. Um, and then we're gonna go down down to the south. Um, oh no! Why did it just leave my brain? Bojangles. If either of you had Bojangles. I have it, Bojangles. It's a solid pick. Bojangles is so Bojangle biscuits, incredible. Um, Bojangles is like the best, ch- like um, like bone-in chicken chain. No, but it's a good pick. Yeah, it, it's fine. I think it's fine. I think there's better, there's better out there. Like it just doesn't compare to Popeyes. Well, I'm not ordering the same thing. Like I'm not like I'm I'm ordering like a like a bucket of like chicken. Yeah, I don't like I'm not going to order that from Popeyes. Can you order that at Popeyes? I would if I could. If I could, <laughs> brother. I could just have a bucket. Do you know how angry fries. those people would be with me that I ordered <laughs> a bucket of fried chicken at Popeyes? And that's how you know it's good. <laughs> If they don't seem like they're gonna help you, the food's gonna be tremendous. 
You know what I mean? Not to circle back on Bojangles, but like that is the only place I stop on road trips if I'm if I'm getting lunch. It's like I, I will drive until I see a Bojangles side on the side of the highway. No, sorry, not Bojangles, Popeyes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll be driving a while if I'm looking for a Bojangles sign. Yeah, I was gonna say you're you're not you better not drive to the expo here. What's and, your uh, side of yeah. choice at Popeyes? Oh, I get the I get fries. mashed potatoes. Mashed the potatoes, fr- baby. The fries are so good. The seasoning on them. What? It's the Cajun seasoning. Cajun gravy. The problem is, I don't. Mm-hmm. It. There's like multiple good options. I just, unfortunately, the mac and cheese just isn't that good. Mm. Yeah, Popeyes. Fast food mac what? and cheese is tough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shane, are you up here? I'm up at the 402. And if you, if you guys are, are expanding the, you know, the, the definition here of fast food, then I'll, I'll do the same. 402, I'm taking Sonic at the 402. Oh, that counts. That definitely counts. Yeah, yeah that'll, play. Uh, that'll play. I, 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 think it's, I think it's closer than Chipotle is, the very least. But definitely. Once again, great. Shakes. I agree. Chipotle should be out. <laughs> it should. Um, great shakes, hot dogs, burgers are solid. It's, uh, uh, chicken fingers. Is, it's like an easy, you know, you drive up, you can eat it right there in the car. I like the setup. I like the food. Sonic, I'm in. Um, so I have two burger places. I have a chicken place. Um, if Chipotle can be drafted, I'll just go ahead and take Qdoba real quick. Um, like, I think Qdoba is better than Chipotle. I Chipotle once didn't like it. Um, I had just had Qdoba, incredible. Um, my fifth pick. This is the other fast food place that I will stop anytime. No matter if I'm hungry or not, which is a problem for my weight loss. Uh, but I'm going to take Raisin Cane's. No, no, no. You you were going to go Cane's? That was my five hundred two. Easy. I thought no one. Yeah, would take that. you already have Popeyes. Raisin Cane. Cane's not taking another chicken. Place. I would double down with chicken. Uh, Raisin <laughs> Cane's is terrific. Cane sauce. Incredible. Oh, uh, so good. Always get extra sauce. Always. Um, pretty happy with my team, how it shook out here. I've never had Raising Canes. I will say you drafting Qdoba just validates my draft. If you didn't draft Qdoba, then people would have not voted for me for Chipotle. But I think you've... That's fine. you've I'm still going to beat you either way. I have Popeyes. No. I think you started out strong, but... I don't. I don't think he's finished strong. I think Nelly will get some. Wait, I have Culver's. I have half. I have the Midwest. Just look at my look at my draft. Just look at my draft. No. I'm just. I'm mad about raising canes. I'm, I'm pretty like I, or something. I was typing it in. Like I what I was in. Ah oh, man! All right, last pick. It's going to be a weak pick either way. But 
I got to get a, some kind of chicken place in here. So I'll, I'll take KFC. I'm not even the biggest KFC fan. It definitely pales in comparison to some of the other chicken places that have been drafted. But if you think it rounds out my team very nicely, I think I have a pretty eclectic mix of fast food restaurants compared to both of you. Yeah. Eclectic doesn't matter if it doesn't taste good. It all tastes good. Yeah. I don't know. These are all like, yeah. No, 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 your draft doesn't make me excited. But that's your draft, not mine. <laughs> uh, I've got a home run pick here. Uh, we didn't talk about this at all, but. Taking Subway. No, no, because I was thinking about going sandwich, but I don't think Subway kind of stinks. Uh, Jersey Mike's is probably the best sandwich place, but I'm not going to go there. Um, I am going to drive Domino's. Domino's no. is the best fast food pizza. It's absolutely fast food, like without a doubt. Um, I love how trying to make a case against fast food, food. Oh, I don't know. I have to call 20 minutes ahead of time. Yeah, it's not very fast. You can't like walk up and order pizza and like get it. Yeah, have take Domino's. That's fine. I'll, okay, I'll take Domino's. Thank you for granting that. It's not going to help you. That's the problem. Okay, let's let's pivot away from the uh, the eligibility, which we'll let the voters decide on. Is it your favorite? Is it the best pizza fast food place? Like, how do you feel about no. it versus Pizza Hut and and Little Caesars? Because for me, Domino's is is the best. Little Little Caesars is the gutter trash of all pizza. Correct. <laughs> Papa John's. But I would much rather have Papa John's or uh, Pizza Hut than Domino's. Yeah, I like Pizza Hut more. My wife likes Domino's more, but Domino's is like. They've got you can get a full course of just absolute trash food that's delicious. Like the amount of the amount of like Domino's desserts I ordered in college is, is too many. I was say, um, other than pizza, I don't I do not want any other food. There. They have good wings. Domino's has sneakily oh, good I, wings. I like All right. This I, I won this draft for sure. <laughs> Looking at the I won for sure. Uh, re- Someone recap this draft for me so I know I won. I've got it. All I've right. got it all down. All right, go for it, Nelly. So Kane had the one. He went Popeyes, Wendy's, Culver's, Qdoba, and Raising Cane's. Shane out of the two That's spot incredible. went in and out. Yeah. <laughs> That's subjective for sure. Shane out of the two spot went in and out. Taco Bell, Arby's, Sonic, and KFC. And and myself out of the three spot, uh, we have J- we have Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, Chipotle, Bojangles, and Domino's. I think we have to talk about Burger King. Not getting better drafted. burgers than better burgers than McDonald's. I, I have to say, that. I have to say, I I don't order burgers for fast food at all. Like ever. I don't think I ever have. Like it's just so that that I I can't fight back on that. Um what are you ordering also McDonald's? Rules out. Nuggies, chicken uh, he's, he's getting for nuggets. me. For me, it's mainly breakfast. Like, I don't. I understand that McDonald's is popular. The fries are good. I've gotten the nuggets in the past. Oh, I'll get the chicken sandwich. I forget what it's called. Um, but that's that's what I order in the in the chicken evenings. Sandwich. 
Yeah, it was pretty solid. Um, but the breakfast there is very good. And and I think I think it's popular. I think it'll get me some votes. Uh yeah, it's just it's placating Pandering. But I I like the breakfast. That was genuine. Uh the unsung hero of McDonald's breakfast is the burrito. Just so we're clear. There's a there's a burrito? Yeah, it's a sausage burrito. You get two of them and a hash brown and a drink for the meal. Incredible. I didn't even, I didn't even know that. Okay, I see. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. Okay. I've never tried it, though. It's If you get some goodies, they're top tier. You know what I mean? Yeah, solid. All right. Uh, well, that's, that's the draft. Let's get into this 2024 draft because I think this will be really fun. Um, planning to do two rounds is the goal. Remember, just, just as we would do drafts at any, at any other juncture when people haven't declared yet, if the earliest they can declare is 2024, they're allowed to be in this draft, right? The assumption is always that they're going to enter the draft, right? So I just wanted to preface that first. Um, Nelly, you want the easiest pick? Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I'll go first. If you insist, I'll take it. Um, yeah. I'm I'm gonna go Caleb Williams. I don't think I need to talk about it too much. He's he's gonna be the first player drafted in the NFL draft next year. Uh, he's he's a very 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 good quarterback prospect with a skill set that is uh, fantasy suitable. Yeah, Shane, you're next. Then I think the one or two is tough, man. I think it's a tough pick, and I've definitely we've had drafts. Where I've gone quarterback here. I just don't feel as confident that Drake Bay is going to sustain. Like he definitely could, but I think it's risky at this point. So I'm going to go safe on this one and maybe Homer, I guess, but I'm going to take Marvin Harrison Jr., the wide receiver from the Ohio State University at the 102. I just think he's going to be a Jamar Chase, Julio Jones level talent. And you see how high that goes in dynasty startups. Uh, I think it's just a safer pick than going QB here. Uh, I have him ranked ahead of Drake May. Uh, so I, I totally get it. Um, I think the next, like the th- one, two, three, like Caleb Williams is first. However you want to order them, Drake May or Marvin Harrison Jr. Like that's the next tier. Like I'll happily take Drake May here. Really, really solid player. Um, I'll take him at the 103. Uh, that's a pretty easy pick to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very, very clear tier of three at the top. Uh, so then at the 104, I'll go with my top running back, uh, Rocket Sanders out of out of Arkansas. Got a little bit of a scare with him not on the roster when they released it, when they released the roster uh, this spring, but he's on there now. So never fear, never in doubt. Um, big, explosive, athletic, uh, great production, great receiving production. He's up to on the website earlier. He's six two, nearly two hundred forty pounds right now. Uh, just a big, big, big running back with a lot of upside. One hundred five, especially in tight end premium. But even if it's not tight end premium. I'm taking Brock Bowers, the tight end out of Georgia here. 
I've been on record as saying that he is going to be what we wanted Kyle Pitts to be. I think Brock Bowers' versatility as a runner, as a weapon, as a blocker, he does everything really, really well. Um, I think he's going to be a top 10 pick in the NFL draft and maybe a top five pick in the NFL draft when all is said and done. Um, again, I'm left with a really easy pick here. Um, I, I think, I think the top six are, are pretty, uh, easy. Nelly, can you at least put your uh, picks in the chat, please? Thank you. My gosh. One job here. Uh, 106, I'm going to take Trevion Henderson. Um, he's the best of what's left like pretty easily to me. Um, he was playing last year with a broken foot. Like he, he's good at football. Go back to what he did the first game that he played against Minnesota in, in what the 2021 season. Um, that's why we got so excited because he's such a dynamic playmaker uh, when he has the ball in his hand. So I'll, I'll take Trevor Van Henderson here. One Oh six pretty easy. Yeah, actually I think that makes my pick at one Oh seven easy as well. I'll take a Mickey Egbuka wide receiver out of Ohio state. Um, I think slightly underappreciated because he's playing alongside Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, but a very, very good wide receiver as well. Plays primarily in the slot. I don't think he's like solely a slot wide receiver. I think he can play out wide. Um, was close to Marvin Harrison Jr. In, in yards production this past year. Just didn't keep up quite as much on the touchdowns. Um, and and provided some, some, some versatility in terms of uh, returning kicks, returning punts, and and um, taking some reverses for for high quality uh, big plays. So that shows a level of dynamism. I think he's very clearly the wide receiver two in this class right now, and I think he's likely to be a round one pick in the NFL draft next year. One hundred eight. I'm going to take Braylon Allen, a running back out of Wisconsin. Had a, maybe a little bit of a down year last year. Um, but I think the bigger questions for him come with the pass catching ability, 6'2", 215. All you hear is he's super young and, and that's great. Um, but he now he's in an, an kind of air raid style offense. So he's going to have to catch the football. I think there's a good shot for Braylon Allen to in, improve his stock in the NFL draft. So I like him here at the 108. Yeah, that was a good pick. Um, 109 for me, um, I'm going to go back to the quarterback well, cause I think it drives up relatively quickly. Um, I'm a bigger Quinn Ewers supporter than, than these two guys are. That's been a thing for a while. Um, I know Quinn Ewers didn't play the best, but you know, you had Xavier Worthy who we just found out, right. Was, was banged up. He had a broken hand, I think. Um, like Quinn Ewers is still a really solid player. I think you're going to see a big step forward from him. Um, the We did find out that the report saying that Arch Manning was going to come in and compete for the job, that was false the whole time. Um, like, right now, it's Quinn Ewers' team, and he needs to fail pretty badly for that to uh, no longer be his team. I'll take Mir at the 109. 110, I'll go to his weapon, uh, Xavier Worthy, who you just mentioned, had a bit of a down year uh, alongside of Quinn Ewers, but 
potentially injury excuses are in play now with that broken hand. He was also banged up with a, with a bum ankle for a lot of the season. Uh, Worthy had one of the best freshman seasons we've seen in recent memory. Um, I don't think that we can just completely move on and forget that he had a down year last year. It, it still was pretty solid. He put up, I, I think around 800 receiving yards. His market share numbers were still not terrible. So um, if he bounces back this year, he puts up, let's say he puts up a thousand yards, which he could certainly do better than, um, then like I, he's very clearly the wide receiver three in this class for me. I think he's another guy who, who's likely to be a, a first-round pick going forward. For 111, I'm going to take Donovan Edwards, running back out of Michigan. I, I think we saw the dynamic ability that Donovan Edwards brings to the table more so than running Blake Corum. And after Blake Corum went down, and Donovan Edwards lit up Ohio State – Purdue and, and the Big Ten Championship, and then TCU in the playoff game. Um, not only that, but he's a really good receiver, uh, and I think he hasn't even hit the ceiling of what that receiving ability looks like yet. I don't know what the split's going to be, but I have a feeling Edwards is going to be you know fast, uh, more athletic than Quorum, and ultimately get better draft capital. Right now I see a tier of five – Well. There's five main running backs, right? And I have one more running back in the same tier as Donovan Edwards. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and take him here. That's Will Shipley, the running back out of Clemson. Now, he, he got a lot of hate for being pretty good. Like He was good at Clemson. He was basically the main shining moment um, on, on the entire team. So I'm going to take Will Shipley. An NFL team's going to like him. Um, he just continues to churn out good production. Uh, I'll take him here at the 112. Uh, let's recap this first round for you here. 101, Caleb Williams, the quarterback out of USC. 102, the wide receiver Marvin Harrison Jr. out of the Ohio State University. 103, uh, Drake May, quarterback at UNC or University of North Carolina. 104, Raheem Rocket Sanders, uh, the running back out of uh, Arkansas. Uh, 105, Brock Bowers, tight end out of Georgia. 106, Trivion Henderson, wide receiver, or excuse me, running back out of the Ohio State University. That's annoying, but I'm going to keep doing it just for you, Shane. Uh, 107, Emeka Ibuka, wide receiver out of the Ohio State University. Uh, 108, Braylon Allen, running back out of Wisconsin. 109, Quinn Ewers, quarterback out of Texas. 110, Xavier Worthy, running back or excuse me, wide receiver out of Texas, 111 Donovan Edwards running back out of Michigan, and 112 Will Shipley, the running back out of Clemson. Let's move on to the second round, Nelly. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of a tear break. Um, so I'm going with my next highest wide receiver, and that's Mook Neighbors out of, out of LSU. Um, if you remember a couple episodes ago when we talked about the wide receivers, I kind of talked myself into bumping Neighbors up here because the production was a little bit better than I remembered. Market share-wise, it's been very good. And that's been competing in a pretty talented room, all things considered, at LSU. Um, both these past two years were slightly above expectation. Uh, he, he's got pretty prototypical size. He plays in the slot, but he can play outside as well. Uh, Boudet leaves. He's now the de facto number one wide receiver there. They've got a quarterback competition going on. Uh, and it's it's a good competition in the sense that it's two talented guys competing. So it's it's going to bring out the best. And then hopefully, for, for neighbor's sake, um, 
And so I, I like him here as, as the next wide receiver off the board. The 202, I'm going to take Troy Franklin, the wide receiver from Oregon. I think this Oregon offense is going to be really good once again. You have Bo Nix coming back at quarterback. Franklin was the wide receiver one for him last year, essentially. And that should keep rolling here. Big-time recruit who produced throughout his college career and is probably going to have a big year. Like That's a solid round two pick. So um, after almost 900 yards last season, I think that goes up. I think he hits 1,000 double-digit touchdowns. Then we're talking about a top 50 pick. That was going to be my pick. That's fun. Um, That's what you get for Raising Canes. What do you get? Man, Raising Canes is delicious. Uh, So I'm just going to go ahead and take who I have as the next best wide receiver. Um, We saw uh, Oregon take a huge step forward. Another school we saw take a huge step forward. Same conference as Washington. Um, So I'm going to take Roma Dunze. Like, I think he is going to be better for the NFL than McMillan. I think the NFL is going to like him more. Um, So I'm going to take him here. He's just a a taller wide receiver. I think he's going to be really really good. I'll take him here at the uh, 203. All right. At the 204, I'm going to go running back. I think there's a pretty massive tier here of guys who could take the next step forward. Uh, So with that in mind, I'm going to take Trey Benson running back at Florida State, who is playing on a team that has a very promising outlook this year. And I think a lot of that is built on Trey Benson, uh, who's going to be the feature back there. He's a bigger back, uh, a tackle tackle breaker a la um, Javante Williams. Um, I think he's the sort of guy who we could see rise up boards pretty quickly with the big season here. At the 205, I'm going to go back to the receiver well. I'm going to take Dorian Singer, wide receiver at USC. Singer was the top receiver for Arizona this past year, over 1,100 yards, and now is transferring to play that Jordan Addison role at Southern Cal with Caleb Williams. Everything's just kind of ripe for Dorian Singer to have a huge season, get a lot of buzz, get a lot of talk if USC's really good. So mid-second round seems like a, a fair risk for a player that's transferring. I, I think Dorian Singer is going to be really good. Oof. Uh, so I was going to pick again. Um, oof. I don't like where I'm at right now. I think, you know, I think more quarterbacks end up going than kind of where we're at here. So I'll just be the guy that starts taking quarterbacks. Uh, first one, I'll take Jalen Milrow, quarterback at Alabama. Um, you know, is, is Milrow good enough to give us truly that one exceptional year at Alabama? I don't know. But we do know that he's the starter at Alabama and that Alabama is going to put up some good numbers regardless. Right. So um, Jalen Milrow will one year of true excitement, you know, Alabama, even if they go like 10 and two, something like that, will that be enough um, to hoist him up there? We'll see, but I'll take him at the two of six here because I think that's a safer pick than 
than trying to pick which what running back or wide receiver you know makes makes the big step up here. Well, I will attempt to to try and pick the wide receiver that takes the step up here. I'm going Dominic Lovett, wide receiver now at Georgia, formerly at Missouri. Um, I've talked about him a bunch in the past, but I'm I'm a big fan. I think he was super talented and underrated at, at Missouri. He significantly outproduced Luther Burden. Uh, makes his transfer to high profile Georgia. He's going to be the lead receiver there, um, at least in the receiving room. Maybe not with Brock Bowers, um, but. Early reports are good on him that he's looked really good in in practices. Um, I'm a big fan. 208, I'll take Blake Quorum, the running back out of Michigan. I already talked him down when I took Donovan Edwards a round ago. But Blake Quorum still was in the Heisman race uh, through the season. So I think we get kind of a one-two punch at Michigan. I feel like Quorum maybe falls down a little bit coming back from the injury but uh, ultimately probably could have declared for the draft and been a top 150 pick has maybe a shot to go higher. He's short, but he's big uh, BMI Twitter will love Blake Corum. And there's some games there that he really impressed me. So I'll, I'm happy to take him this late. I'm, I feel weird here, but I'm going to take Kyle McCord at the two Oh nine. Like you're going to get a guy that has three weapons that we've already drafted in this draft, right? Uh, in Marvin Harrison Jr., Mekig, Buka, and Trevion Henderson. Like, Kyle McCord has everything set up to have one exceptional season. Um, and for Ohio State, right, it's, it's get to the final four or bust, right? So um, if Kyle McCord can get them there, um, he's going to be drafted in the NFL. That seems pretty clear to me. Yeah, I was actually going to go McCoy there. I think that's a, I think that's a good, pick, uh, good pick. I think he's a very good bet to gain value once he wins this quarterback job, which it seems likely. Yeah. Um, I never stalling. know who to go like, between him and Milrow, but I feel like they're both so similar. So if I can take both, I'll just do it. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not stalling. I was, I was missing a player. I'll take JT Sanders out of Texas, the tight end. Um, very... He was a five-star recruit out of high school. He was an athlete, and the thought was he was going to go play edge, uh, and he did for his first season. He played a little bit of both, but he, he committed to tight end this past year, and he was very good uh, in his first year as a full-time tight end at Texas. Um, I think he takes another step up this year. They utilized him a ton. They like they scheme plays open for him because uh, he's a very good athlete, very good with the ball in his hands. I think he's at this point he's the very clear number two wide receiver in this class. Um and and yeah, if Ewers takes that step forward, Sanders will be a big part of that. At the two eleven, I'm considering two quarterbacks here. I think there's two quarterbacks that get at least day two draft capital with potential for hire. Uh, both older guys, but I'm going to go Michael Penix, quarterback out of Washington. Roma Dunze, Kane already took him. Jalen McMillan would be taken decently soon if we continued this draft. Uh, I, I think the Washington offense is going to be really good, and Phoenix is going to have another great season. He probably was looking at day two capital if he had declared, done, done the senior bowl, you know, all that stuff. Uh, so I think it all happens again next year. If he stays healthy, I, I like the ceiling and the high floor. Yeah, that's a good pick. Um, 
I'm going to go out on a limb here. Would I normally draft this player? No. But I kind of want to talk about him. Uh, so I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the uh, transfer running back to USC. And I'm going to take Marshawn Lloyd. Like Marshawn Lloyd, very talented guy, was a five-star running back going into uh, South Carolina, tears his knee up, like just never really gets back to form. We finally start seeing last year uh, where he was kind of starting to get back to what he was. Um, I'm going to just hope here that that he continues to uh, get better. Um, so I'll take Marshawn Lloyd. I think he's the best running back in that room right now. Um, so I'm going to take him and hope that he becomes the main back for USC. Uh, let's just recap that second round here. Um, Malik Neighbors, wide receiver at uh, LSU, 202. Troy Franklin, wide receiver at Oregon, 203. Roma, Roma Dunze, wide receiver at uh, Washington, 204. Trey Benson, running back at Florida State, 205. Dorian Singer, wide receiver at USC, 206. Jalen Milrow, quarterback at Alabama. 207, Dominic Lovett, uh, wide receiver at Georgia. 208, Blake Corum, running back at Michigan. 209, Kyle McCord, quarterback at the Ohio State University. 210, JT Sanders or Jatevian Sanders, uh, the tight end coming out of Texas. 211, Michael Penix Jr., quarterback coming out of Washington. And Marshawn Lloyd, the running back coming out of USC, who was at South Carolina. Uh, before we go into our buys and sells, Shane, you want to teach us something real quick? I do. I do. I, I, I'm just going to talk about something that really intrigues me. I don't know if this has ever intrigued you guys, but the, uh, the, the Moai statues on Easter Island always were a thing that was like gripped by, right? You know, we've all seen those before. Um, but you know, the thought is the, the Rapa Nui that lived on Easter Island started carving them about 1000 CE and did it all the way up to the 1600s to commemorate their ancestors. And that was kind of where these, you know, very distinct faces came from. But uh, I don't know if you've heard this, but about a month ago, uh, a new Moai statue was found on Easter Island for the first time in like decades. Um, it was actually found in a crater inside the uh, Rano Raku volcano. And um, they're still, you know, still kind of researching. Archaeologists still kind of digging it up. They're not going to move it. It's going to stay there. But they said this might actually be the newest statue that they found. It might only be a few hundred years old, maybe even uh, into the 18th century, perhaps, uh, which seems unlikely, wild. I don't know. But um, it's interesting to me, once again, how history can kind of change and we can learn more. So this is something I'll be following and, and interested in. But the history of those just kind of being a, a mystery always uh, always amazed me. Well, let's just dive into our buys, sells, and unknown stocks here. Um, I'll go first because I want to. Um, I talked about them before. If, if you're in a C2C league, a, a CFF league, a, a Debbie league, whatever, um, there's going to be someone out there that still thinks that Devin Brown is going to win the job at uh, Ohio State. It's Kyle McCord's job. Uh, so, like, go trade for Kyle McCord while you still can because you're going to get a massive value increase. 
uh, not only when he's named the starter, but like Ohio State's a shoe in to at least win like nine, ten games. Like they face Minnesota, there's one win. Like they have a relatively easy schedule. Um, I think they basically beat everyone pretty easily, other than Michigan, uh, which seems to be futile lately for them. But uh, we won't talk about that, Shane. Uh, we'll just move on. But Kyle McCord is the buy. Um, he's very good. Uh, draft him, get him, trade for him. You don't have to trade a lot. Is the fun part, um, unless uh, Matthew Bruning is in your league, then you do have to trade a lot. That's kind of the main issue there. Um, my cell. My cell right now, Xavier Worthy. Like, I know Xavier Worthy had a really good season, but, like, I'm worried about him in general and, like, how the NFL is going to feel about him. Um, Like, I think you're going to get a, an increase during a couple big games this season, and I think that's your time to sell Xavier Worthy. Or people are just remembering that he had a great freshman year. I think that's your time to sell. I just think there's safer players out there for you than Xavier Worthy, for me at least. Um, my unknown stock is is someone we didn't draft, um, and that's Alton McCaskill, the running back out of Houston. Um, good running back, got hurt. Like, what are we going to see from him? Like, because before he got hurt, he was getting buzz as you know, someone that we need to watch out for, for, for the NFL draft. So I just don't know which version we're going to get. Um, is he going to be absolutely back to form or is he going to kind of be, you know, hampered a little bit by the injury that I'm not sure. So I, I just don't quite know what to do with him here. Whoever wants to go next, feel free. I could do it. Um, I got some NFL guys. So my buy, we talked about this in the second podcast. I feel like all three of us, I know Kane has, has, has pumped this up in the past. But it's Jimmy Garoppolo, just signed with the Raiders. Um, we had this discussion on the Discord as well. Uh, I don't think there's, like, huge hype out there for Jimmy Garoppolo. People are like, oh, he signed with the Raiders. It's great. Like, we knew he was going to sign and start. But people were still going to give him up for a second-round pick. I'll, I'll trade a second-round rookie pick for a starting quarterback in Superflex all day and plug him into the Superflex spot. You got Devontae Adams. You got Darren Waller back healthy. You get, let's see what happens. Uh, it's a solid QB2. My sell is, I think Gabe Davis is a sell. There's some rumors out there that he could be traded to the Giants. If, if that bumps his value up, you know, to an early second round rookie pick, I would re-roll for an early second round rookie pick. I think Gabe Davis is a one-trick pony. I don't think you're ever getting what the hype was, and it's fallen off a bit, but I'll take what I can get. My unknown is uh, Aaron Rodgers, quarterback for the New York Jets, likely by the time you're listening to this. Um, I, I don't know if, if you know, similar to Garoppolo, like do, do you invest the second round pick into Rodgers? I, I tend to think so with that offense. Um, but he's one of those guys that could just retire like halfway through the season. I don't even know. It's, you know, he's, he's wild. So I, I don't know what to think. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what the one trick is that Gabe, da that Gabe Davis has, as in, has in his repertoire. 
Um, scoring five, scoring like four touchdowns in a playoff game. That was the trick. <laughs> Love that for my. It worked. <laughs> um, yeah, it worked to raise his value. All right, I'm gonna go NFL as well. Uh, I'm gonna start with a a sell. Actually, we talked about a couple of these names in our in our second podcast. I'm selling DeAndre Swift. Um, I just think at this point we know what Swift is. Uh, I think there's this allure of this high upside player because he's such a good receiver, and it's like, well, if he can, if if he can get 20 carries a game and and add that to the receptions and stay healthy, um, you have this massive upside. And and while I think that's true, I just don't think there's a there's a path to him getting 20 carries in a game. I, I don't think that's going to happen. We know what he is at this point. Uh, the value is still buoyed a little bit by the the um, the perception of the upside. Um, they're going to either bring back Jamal Williams or bring in another free agent running back or draft a running back. Like he's not going to be their guy going into the season. Um, so so I'll sell him at current value. Someone who's valued pretty close to him, I'll take over him and and I'll buy just in general is is Najee Harris, who, who we talked about a little bit on the second podcast as well. Um, he is like Kane was saying he can't sell him for a first. Like I'll buy Najee Harris with a late first any day of the week. Like I think after Gibbs and and Bijan in this class, like I think I would take I would take Najee over any other running back um, before knowing the draft capital. Um, he's just he's going to continue to get a ton of work. He's going to continue to catch passes. I think there's a lack of upside because of the uh, the athletic ceiling, but the workload is the most important thing. He's getting the high value touches. He's getting the red zone carries. He's getting the reception. So, um, and he's, he's 25 right now. He just turned 25. So um, I think that's a pretty solid buy at that cost. Um, my unknown is, is Kenneth Walker uh, in Seattle, uh, who's been kind of pushed up to the top of dynasty running back rankings near the top. Uh, I think there's a lot of talent there. I, I don't think I don't think you can dis, uh, I don't think you can dispute that very much. Uh, I worry about the receiving upside, which is a conversation we've had there for a very long time. There are also comments about them bringing another back. Pete Carroll liking committees. I think there's a there's a good chance that there's another back that comes in gets ten carries a game. Um, I think that limits upside as well. That being said, like. I don't think he's a sell necessarily just because of the state of the dynasty landscape for running backs. Um, But depending on how your league values him, it might be worth exploring selling him. Nelly, can I, can I ask real quick, what would you sell Swift for? What, what, what's like an actionable piece that you would rookie pick or whatever. Yeah, similar similar to the flip side of Najee, I'd sell Swift for a late first, and I think that's very reasonable. I think that's that's market cost. You can you can push back on that if, if you're disputing that. But I no, think no, I, the, I I just have a lot of Swift that I would like to unload. So that that's it. Yeah, me too. Unfortunately, you have eleven. You have eleven trade partners if you want to go after a twenty-four-one. That I like too. Yeah, you might as well at least try to. Get a twenty-four one. If they shoot you down for the eleven or twelve, go for ones in the twenty-four class, or go for the two hundred one. I think even the two hundred one is still a reasonable spot for Swift. But that is it for us here at 
the Devi Marketplace. Uh, first, just want to say, make sure you hop in the Discord. We're going to be doing um, some live action mocks as well as some uh, um, some just regular mocks with with no timer. Uh, so hop into the Discord. Let's talk about that. Let's get some good ADP going. Um, additionally, if you want to get our rookie rankings, our Devi rankings, an extra podcast that we talk about. Um, just a bunch of nonsense where you can ask direct questions to us. It is $25 in the Discord. That's all it is. We try to make it as cheap for people as possible. Um, but the rest of the Discord is completely free. It's free to join. It's free to do the mocks. It's free to ask questions, free to do all that stuff. Um, so join the Discord. We'd love to have you in there. Um, we'd love to grow to over 700 people. That'd be super awesome. But for now, that is it for us here at the Debbie Marketplace. Just want to say thank you so much to every person that listens. We appreciate every single one of you.